guys, you would not guess. <laughs> you would not guess what's wrong with my dog now. Dog. It's incredible. Okay. It's, let me just say this. Let me just say this. I have a full thing of insulin in the fridge and it's oh. not for me. So you lost that bet. <laughs> I now have to give this dog two daily shots of insulin with a needle. And you might say, oh, Rob, that doesn't sound like a big deal. But do you know where I was going two days after I was told I have to give my dog insulin? I was going to London. So London. I, had to teach my two, I had to teach my kids how to use a hypodermic needle. Okay, that was not on my parenting list. Oof. And when I showed my younger one, she just started crying. I was like, hmm, that's not, this is not good. Don't know what to do with this. I hope it's not like in grade school when they came in to teach us with like not to do huffing and we we're like, wait, we've never heard of huffing. Yeah. How do you, that's Bro, you could get concept. high from gasoline? What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know that. I love the smell of gasoline. I should be getting high <laughs> of that shit. <laughs> it's made for me. Yeah. Just immediately everybody comes in with the silver noses. All right. Oh, that, of course, is a famous story where Jenny and I met two <laughs> new people in medical school. They We brought them over to see a Netflix movie, and I let Jenny pick, pick the movie. And she picked a famous documentary about uh, Romanian orphans who lived in the subway and huffed paint. <laughs> and by and these are people we had just met. So, like, it was just... And so they came over, we're all crying, our eyes out. And then Jenny went to bench press? Yeah, Oh, guys, I don't even have time. Okay, listen. My wife came into a kid's party yesterday, declared, I need to bench. We said, no, please, sweetie. These are 15-year-old girls. This is a teenage party going on. Jenny goes, I have to bench. And I look at her and I go, you you don't have to wear the singlet. And she goes, I I have a meet coming up. I need to wear the singlet. So now she's got the bench out. She's got the chalk on her back. She is declaring what she is benching before she goes. And these girls are just trying to sit there and eat their heart-shaped pizzas that they made. Like just Oh my God. Just imagine if your mom started benching when all your friends would be over. Like humiliation. My mom's like up there just doing the bar and like needs a spot to get the bar off the God damn it, mom. Why do you even own this? You suck. She like tries to show off and puts the two and a half pound weights on each side and she has to do like the dump where you like, like you got to dump oh. the one weight off and dump the other off. But Rob, I, I do have to say though, I, I think it's a bit strange that your wife did that during a party or whatever, but to be fair, you guys are the ones that have like a bench in your living room. So I yeah, think where else, like, where else was she going to do it? You want to hear more about Aaron or Matt's mom doing the, the what's that machine Rob that with the legs at the gym? Oh, okay. The, 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 uh, the <laughs> yeah. Would that be the worst oh, machine yeah. to have at your house, Rob? Like, if you build out the full gym, like the bench, the yeah. rack, that all makes yeah. sense. Like, maybe you could get one of those lat pull-down machines. But, like, if you mm-hmm. went full hip abductor, what if else you could came even be over, close? Listen, if, if, I think it's a different story if my kid's friends come over. I'm like, okay, guys, just real quick. Just got to pound out. Just couple quick <laughs> hip abductions. <laughs> Five sets of ten. Feel the burn. Okay, then I think I might be getting some calls today. I think the other most embarrassing would be like the little hand thing, like the gripper thing where you like you flex the hand on the little. What you you, oh, you're <laughs> just talking about the spring thing? Yeah, I kind of do yes. this in the middle of the party. That like bullies hey. in movies use to indicate oh. that they could like, I don't know, squeeze your balls really hard. I've got this new weight room set up in my house. Check it out. That's just the hand. <laughs> if I went to the gym and some woman was just doing the hand gripper thing. I, the first thing I would do is my wedding ring would be thrown so far away. <laughs> I would look like a discus champion with my wedding ring and immediately go over there. 
Hey, what's you, what's like, up? Hey, did you ever work at Maggie Moose? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I tripped and injected these steroids into your forearms. <laughs> it's my bad. Rob, speaking of forearms, I was thinking about you the other day in my office building. Hagen Das has like a, a, a one of the suites in the office, mm-hmm. and they use it for training. Uh, franchise no. owners. So when oh, new no. franchise owners are going to buy like Just a franchise, working. it's probably you once by, <laughs> you walk by and somebody has a sign on that says, I'm starting a union and they're like hitting them with a hammer. <laughs> and so they'll, they'll <laughs> rule once number one. Cor- go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 please. Your bit is funnier than my uh, pro union bit. <laughs> so I was, I was, so probably four times a year, once a quarter, they'll bring in, let's say, eight, 10, 12 new franchise owners, and they essentially teach them how to run Mahaganas, right. but they've got a whole setup in there. Like, it's a kitchen. It's got all the ice cream buckets. It's all set up just like mm-hmm. a storefront. So they invite the other tenants in the building to come get a Dazzler or whatever the, the ice cream treat oh. is that they have at Haganas. Rob, you'll be happy. I did get the banana split Dazzler. I know you don't like the banana split, but when you get it in a wow. Dazzler, it's great. I, I, I guess I don't understand. What is a Dazzler? What are you talking about? It really is just like, I think it's like a knockoff blizzard. It's like ice cream in a cup. Oh. With stuff in it. Yeah, Ooh, with hugging. stuff in it. And someone hand mixing it with her. So like, the reason I, they, they flip, they flip it upside down. And the, the guy, the guy running Haagen-Dazs is like, no, don't do that. God, no. <laughs> they've got, they've got 10 to 12 people back there just jammed in this small area. And they're all scooping this super hard ice cream. And we walk oh, in and there's yeah. a line. So, yep. I mean, you have to watch. And the only thing I could think about the whole time was, could any of these newbies handle Rob? Like, oh. like, would any of them be ready for what Rob's about to bring to them? Mm-hmm. In 2020, four friends decided oh. to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums that's decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in, I mean, part of what they're teaching in that store, right, is like somebody comes in with like insulin and they're like, what do you do here? You're going to feed this guy? Like my dog would not be able to eat at Haagen-Dazs right now. Right, Joey? And he, you guys might wonder, oh, Rob's dog, diabetes. Rob's got that insulin around. Does he ever just top off? Just maybe <laughs> a little bit for the dog, a little bit for me. You know what I mean? Just a little, little extra, a little something. Yeah, something. just a, a little. <laughs> now I can eat that extra sugar and it doesn't count as calories or something. I don't, I'm not real clear on how it works. <laughs> One of the new one of the new ice cream scoopers, the franchise owner was having a little trouble. And I said, don't treat it like a little hamster. You got to like treat it like you want to get the poison out of that ice cream bucket. <laughs> right. It's not, you can't be gentle with these things. You they, be gentle with you're it. not going to do anything to that ice cream that yeah. hasn't already been done to it. If you don't get that ice cream out of that bucket, Rob, someone could get really injured. <laughs> and I just say this, too. And the fact that it looks like coffee ice cream would probably make them more feel like they're at work. You know what, what? I mean? <laughs> what? When you grab it, it looks like, it's like mo- Java mocha. Coffee ice cream is gray? <laughs> <laughs> no. I couldn't think of a gray ice cream. Here. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, Rob couldn't think of a gray ice cream. Let's make fun of him. But I thought of a dark brown one. They also had a, a pistachio ice cream, and I determined that is the oldest of the old person ice cream ever. That's that's mm-hmm. for older people than the yeah. people who get like the. Uh, it's like it's like oh, it's a nut, and it doesn't taste good. Oh, how is that possible? <laughs> Not all nuts taste good. Wait, you don't like pistachios? No, they're green. Remind me too much of vegetables, right, Matt? You got my back here, right? Too much like vegetables. <laughs> There's no I way. Love pistachios. Oh my that god, pistachio ice cream. My favorite nut. Oh, wow. 
Wow. No, who eats pistachios and ice cream? That's what that was my question. Okay, yeah, there you go. Just eat them by themselves. Salt and pepper. Rob, I just want to. I just want to gain enough weight to cheat on the person that I cheated on my wife with. Right? Oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is so complicated. <laughs> oh, he, he unswapped the wife swap. Oh, wow. <laughs> he he de swapped. Honey, why are you gaining weight? You just cheated on your wife with me, but now you're gaining weight. If we do the entire <laughs> talk about something within the confines of Rob's intro, is that like a new, is that, that's like Inception, right? If we, I, if we do the whole episode and then he finishes the intro at the end, then the top is still spinning. Matt's already fashioned something out of this rope belt that he brought downstairs. I'm not sure. I think we need to get going. Uh, listen, uh, let us make this podcast. We're far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Becca did it better. We are all the way down to album 170 again. Okay. Back and from 2020, we have a new entrant into the top 500 albums. It's decided by Rolling Stone magazine. Now, a lot of smarter podcasts would have said, hey, when should we do an episode about Taylor Swift? Should it be right during the Super Bowl or before? Maybe that would help our SEO. Or should it be about three weeks after? That would make a lot of sense, right? Uh, but we're dumb shits. No one's ever not searching for Taylor Swift in 2024. Someone's always searching for Taylor Swift in 2024. We're good. I would say a lot more people, even if it, we could do like the, get the angry Taylor Swift people. Oh, I'm angry. What the fuck? She's running football. I'm I'm angry. We're going to get into it. Yeah. You know what's ruining football, Aaron? Yeah. I agree with me. Paying athletes in college. What is going on with that? What I'm upset about is not getting the ball out on that third and four a little bit quicker. I'm I'm calling a timeout. If if we got to listen to Aaron whine about like Iowa State football, (laughs) this is the end. John's online. (laughs) He can sit in for me tonight. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) I got a lot of thoughts about Taylor Swift. (laughs) And her, but it's not just. It's, I'm not. Oh, I'm gonna God. pull the veil back. I'm pulling the veil back right now, though, guys. It's not tonight. Okay. I don't usually tell. We don't always tell the listeners this, but tonight is a double. Yeah, it's a massive double, right? I mean, this is it. This is like mm-hmm. the battle for the hearts and minds of America. You got to choose a side. Massive uh, double. That's like when I. Rob, we we weren't going to talk about the, what happened <laughs> in know. Vegas. That was a night I had my sophomore <laughs> year of college. <laughs> Can I tell you? Can I tell you what my Rob? What you my, have to. You have to play your song here, Russell. Listen, can you, Russell? Can you please stop interrupting? Okay, okay. we have to get through this show. <laughs> All right, let's play my parody song. And I just want to say this: uh, sometimes you find an album where it's incredibly funny to make a. It's hard. It's incredibly hard to make a funny parody song. So instead, you have to make a little sweetie parody song where you're nice to everybody. So here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to K-Rob, K-R-O-B. You know, sometimes it's hard to make a funny song, so you just have to make a real song. Oh, yeah. Get it real. I always worried when the podcast began, would we be funny? One thing I would care about the most is who would listen to this. I used to think we could get a little fame, maybe some money. I realize now that's not why we do this. We've got four guys from states and both coasts. But what I look forward to the very most is trying to get everybody to laugh. Get in trouble for being too loud. Aaron 
Aaron keeps saying things I have to edit out. But there is something I need to say right now. I have to say, my favorite part of the week is when I'm podcasting. Yes. I get to talk and joke and laugh with my friends. I don't care if everyone stops downloading. If I wanted that, I would have done a show about wrestling. Yes. <laughs> when you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time. But you're just too lazy to look yeah, it up online. If you want to hear from guys who chat and then they get off track, <laughs> I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Beck did it better. Not a great conversation piece. Turns out nobody wants to talk about that. Listen, we are here. We are talking about Taylor Swift. We are talking about folklore. Okay. And I've got three guys here who cannot wait. Okay, to go back in time. We're going to go back in time. Get the DeLorean up to 88 miles an hour. Oh, and remember, you need plutonium for that. Okay, because the, I'll tell you what, when those Iranians come in in that movie and they are driving that car, <laughs> God damn, do they look like they're going to tip over. You know what I mean? Like they got that minibus. I'm just like, Jesus, that would be so scary to drive that thing that fast. That was always terrifying to me. <laughs> now, and when I was growing up, every time I saw one of those minibuses, I'd be like, Iranians. I'd be like, that's the connection I made in my head. Uh, I've got Aaron in California. Or no, I've got, Ru- oh my God, that was almost a disaster. I've got oh, Russell geez. in Minneapolis. Russell, how are you doing? Rob, I can see you standing, honey, with your arms around Dauber's wife's body. <laughs> laughing, but the joke's not funny at all. Because after your finest five whole minutes, Dolph Lundgren chopped off your head and left your big daddy shirt out in the hall. Oh, I couldn't hear the end part because I was thinking about Dauber's wife on the hip adductor. So that was, I was, I was off in a different world for a little bit. Joe from Woodbury's best friend, Dobber's life. <laughs> Rob, I think you've had a night like the Carnival Court before and you didn't like the ending. I did have to text my wife the other day. I do not want a wife swap because she was talking about somebody at the gym, how funny and cute they were. And she said, don't worry. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, you got to kind of put it out there. Just yeah, like well, a, maybe I went too far. Don't worry. Oh. There's no swapping involved. Yeah, like there's no swapping. <laughs> You don't have to worry about the swap. Yeah, yeah, the swap part is out. Hey, you just make sure you switch the batteries when they die out, okay? <laughs> the batteries swap. fresh in that camera, Rob. That's the swap we're talking about. Rob, You're how often do you have to bring that up to normalize it where you think you could actually get it get it through over the goal line? Like, Is it like once a day to bring up the wife swap or how often before it's just okay. like you just break her down? You got to bring it up enough where she's not like, wait a minute, he's bringing up wife swap. <laughs> Like, oh, honey, what do you want? What do you want in your coffee? Coffee, cream. I wonder what if we, what you'd want if we swap wives. We fucking sucked. Uh, How many times can you wife swap in 24 hours? Where do you want to go on vacation next? Oh, I'd really love to go to Cole's Resort. Yeah. Up yeah. In northern Minnesota. Cole's yeah. Resort. Home of the wife swap. Hey, Rob, <laughs> over, under for Matt and Aaron. We'll start with Aaron. How many times has Aaron made a wife swap joke in his house with oh. his wife in the room? Oh, I... Hundreds. You think over oh, hundred? <laughs> hundreds. You think yeah. so? Yes, why not? I'm going to say under four. Under four no. and a half. Because Russell, what if she turned to me right. and she was like, you know, I actually would be interested in swapping wives. I'd be like, get me. I'd be, I'd be in that time machine back to Vegas so fast. I'd be like, this counts. Hey, <laughs> real quick. If I, okay, okay. So you said we could have a wife swap. Let me ask you this. If I go back in time before you said we could have a wife swap and I do a wife swap, is that cheating on you? <laughs> 
as I'm like disappearing, I'm turning to like nothingness. <laughs> Wait a minute. Rob married that woman in Vegas. Uh, I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, good, Rob. There is no, there is no amount of crying I can do for you. Well, we'll, we'll test that no. today, man. Cause no, we still have a double. That got a little real. We're, we're only, we're not even through the intros of our first episode yet. 21 minutes in. I've got Aaron out in California. Now, Aaron recently was going to go on a trip to the mountains. Okay. But Aaron, that trip got canceled. Okay. But the problem yeah. was he heard they were funny and then he just found out that they were hill areas. Hill areas. They weren't funny. They were hill areas. Uh, that's good. <laughs> Maybe that might be why I'm wearing your cardigan, kissing in your car again. Let's talk about Taylor Swift. All right. Listen. Guys. Why are we doing Taylor Swift before Beyonce when Beyonce is higher on the list? I, I well, hold on. So, somebody, somebody can explain that. <laughs> Alphabetical? Somebody, nope. Our special guest can explain that real quick. John, explain it. Special. I don't think he's listening. I think I he kept it on to be polite. He's like, <laughs> I gotta, wow. he's like, I got to get out of here. This unedited oh, shit. Oh, there he is. Can you hear? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Are you in the bathroom? Oh, God. <laughs> This is my next week's rolling going, actually. I might have to jump into the front of the line. <laughs> John, why are we doing why are we doing Beyonce or uh Taylor Swift first? Because Rob had a joke about Taylor Swift last week. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank you, John. Okay. Now our someone needs to mute him. He's legit in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Us on the back line. I'm going to ask unmute. I just clicked the ask to unmute button. 802-277-2325. be a real shame if somebody called somebody that was with them right now and made them break into the bathroom and take a picture. That'd be pretty funny, though. Yikes. All right. Let's listen to this voicemail. Hey, guys. Magic Mike. 69 here. Oh, nice. Uh, Welcome back. A couple things real quick. Uh, first of all, Aaron, I also remember the McDonald's for release. I constantly, if I ever had to play um, for a lease for a piano class when I was in college, it would just get stuck in my head. Yo, the the, whole, yeah, and it's always that part. Yeah. It's the same part that you did, the whole, and all that would get, what was it? And I won't give the fries to my dumb brother. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Super annoying. What, so, what the um, fuck is going on? What are they talking about? And I would eat my fries myself and not give any to my dumb brother, but do, 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 do. Oh my god. The gosh. McDonald's commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but the real reason I'm calling is I think I need to go into Russ's advice corner. Oh shit. Yes. All right. Well, the water roll. is fine. This has never happened. Get, 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 get to the corner. It's time for Russ's Magic Mike 69. Corner. Do I need to uh, yeah. keep my pants on for this part of the segment, or do I go back to the way we used to do it? Wait a minute. Have you been taking your pants off every time you go in the corner? <laughs> And only then? Maybe we should just move it forward. Yeah. Only <laughs> no when mermaids are Russell around. has loved the advice corner so much. Let me How tell you about these cryptids, Rob. Could you go into the advice corner in 24 oh, hours? Advice corner. More like pubic lice corner. My pants fell off. Thanks. Okay. a date last night. Oh, yeah. And we were at the bar. It was the first date just to get a drink, get to know each other. Our first, first date kind of thing. And... um the bartender kept hitting on my date, like kept oh. over, joining the conversation, um, making <laughs> comments on anything she was saying, you know, telling her, Hey, you know, come back. I'll get you. I'll hook you up with like this special drink or this special drink, you know, basically like, Hey, when you're not with this guy over here, come back and I'll, I'll hook Oof. you up. 
Mm-hmm. So, That's in that situation, up. what would you guys have done? Uh, obviously, I'm not going back to that bar with any future dates, but um, <laughs> you know. But in the moment, I didn't really know what to do. It was, I think, it would have been awkward, and I think, I mean, she was aware of what was going on. I think she was enjoying it, you know, just as one does. You're, you know, oh, that's not flattering to be hit on. Um, but yeah. Oh, and then yeah, as, as we left, like he made sure to come around the bar, gave her a hug. Oh, oh no, that's no. Are you shitting me? That's too far. Um, that's too far. Yeah, I mean, and, and he's <laughs> probably ten to fifteen years younger than she is. So you know, for him, it's oh. probably just some kind of like a mill fantasy kind of thing. But oh. yeah, what? definitely what? awkward situation for me. Uh, so what would you guys do? <laughs> Let me know. Bye. I can picture Aaron doing his classic five dollar bills on the bar for the tip. And taking one off do. every time yep. he hits on the wife. And then he comes around and hugs the wife physically. And Aaron then puts 10 more dollars on the bar. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, man, all you can do in that situation is you gotta you can you can only bet on yourself. So you just be as kind and polite as you can be to the bartender, and you're yeah. there for as long as you're there. And then and then when you're not there anymore, you you gotta lay down the law. You gotta Aaron, put your moves Aaron, on. Aaron, listen. He came around the bar to hug his dad. Well, then you should knock him out. Yeah, then you, should hit, him yeah, then you should hit him with a bottle. Yeah, you should have hit him with a bottle. That is wild. You can't okay, say that, anything. You just gotta go. You go with it. You make yeah. you have the you have the most fun time you can. And if you're vibing with your date, when the bartender goes away, you give him some grief or give the bartender some grief. You say like, that's eh, kind of you, you give him a. Remember, we've talked about this before with service, Rob. The one thing that brings people together is ripping on somebody else. That's oh, true. And, yeah. And if you're there, that's that's the way to bond on a first date. And actually, I will say this. We've talked about this before. I brought this up to you guys. I should probably know the date. But one of the first dates, maybe it would have been the first date I had with the upstairs roommate. Um, It's got to be probably 11, 12 months ago at least. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but who's counting, right? (laughs) Who's counting? I got to get the calendar. I was wondering why that time machine was in the back. might have had like two years (laughs) ago. So... But one of the things I brought this up on the podcast at the time, there was a bartender. It was at a, a bar borough in Minneapolis. And we did a first date there. We were sitting at the bar. It was a fun time and everything. But one of the bartenders went like out of his way, was like constantly in our conversations, constantly talking about stuff. But at one point, like it kind of became a bonding moment where you kind of bond and like, hey, this guy's getting pretty annoying. And and then you gang up and you put all your forces against like yeah. the awkwardness and you flip it. it on the bartender. Love it. Yeah. I would, you and know then, what Rob, I would do is that when he comes around to hug the date, I would be on the diametrically opposite side of the date, also hugging, but get my arms around him too. You know oh, I mean? bartender <laughs> sandwich, right? Like, oh, we're <laughs> hugging now? <laughs> Love it. Or yeah. <laughs> lean in with your cheek out of the oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, feels just feels good to hug, doesn't oh, it? Oh no, I was picturing hugging my date on the other side. <laughs> no, you gotta hug the bartender. Like oh, you yeah, bartender, right? Bartender in the middle. Oh, I yeah. bet my erection was bigger than his, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rob, you you've also, I believe you said it on that same episode. I don't think I'll be able to find the episode tonight, but you said the move is you spill that drink and you make them clean that yeah. shit up, don't you? You have to. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's it. There you go. That's it. And you order something like you order something like blue. You order one of those blue drinks. So when you spill it, it's a huge mess. Something blue. No, I need a little a little more blue curacao with that yeah. one, right? <laughs> oh, go heavy on the syrup. Real heavy on the syrup. <laughs> I got. I, is this like a thing that bartenders just do? They just they can sniff out first dates, and they just do it for the. Probably, your enjoyment right? of it. Yeah, oh yeah. Just I think so. I think you're right, Matt. 
So I don't know. Well, first of all, I just got to say, it's always good to hear from Magic Mike 69. No doubt. And I really want, at some point, he's going to find somebody that he's going to go on three, four, five dates with. And we have to hear, We ha- he has to call in and tell us about the first time that he tells his date that he listens to this podcast oh. of a bunch of clowns <laughs> from Minnesota and they call him Magic Mike 69. Mm-hmm. And so he's like a, a major bit on this yeah. uh, podcast that has hundreds of listeners and they call him Magic Mike 69. So yeah. we have to hear about that story eventually. My advice is wait until after the wedding day to say, oh yeah, I sent those guys gifts <laughs> once too. Like, I would hold off on that. They never got them. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't go pick him up because Rob doesn't. You check do the have messages. to watch it though. Like if you're on a first date and there's a bartender or server getting a little strange, you, if you oh. kind of kind of make an offhanded comment and that isn't received well by your date, that could come off like petty. It could come yeah. off as insecure. It's kind of right. a fine line to walk, isn't it? Yeah, they're watching you for how you re- how you react. Yeah. It was goal number one on a date: having sex with that person. Okay. <laughs> goal number two. <laughs> Watching that person have sex. I mean, so there's a oh. chance, right? Where you're like, well, listen, I'm pulling the ripcord on this one, <laughs> but somehow I got to work my way into that one. Goal number three, confirming whether they were with or without child before you went on that. Oh. <laughs> hey, can you pee under this strip? No reason. Yeah. That no kid's reason. probably three years old now, maybe four. <laughs> oh, that's oh crazy, my God. Right? <laughs> He's renting my downstairs office. <laughs> that kid could be downloading this podcast right now. Like, right? That's one downloader we should be connecting with. Honey, uh, this could be your father. Then it's like this whole thing. Oh my gosh, Russell, what a great movie this would be. The, the oh, other yeah. question I would love Daddy? to know from Magic Mike, is that I think this adds a little intrigue, is did his date get there before him? Because if, if his mm. date got there beforehand, they, you never know. They could have sat at the bar and said, hey... I've got a date with this guy. I don't know anything about him. I'm a little leery. Help me out. You know, like, and and also the bartender knows first date, if this doesn't go well, I'm swooping in for the save and, and I'm, I'm, I'm making the money tonight. If you know, right. Like, yes. If you know, well, for, for Brian's kids in Woodbury, what does making the money mean? I mean, I think yeah. they still listen to the podcast. What do you I think? He's, he's reallocating the tip he got from that other guy at the bar that night. Reallocating the tip is, uh, yeah. I remember that porno. I think there are six, <laughs> six person, six episodes of that one. I've heard of service service fees, but sir, piss please. Oh, that that, that, that was gonna be way worse. Oh. <laughs> sir, tip tease, something like that. Yeah, what are you doing, there. right? I, hey, I'm just reallocating the tip, baby. Don't worry about it. That's all. <laughs> okay, I got it. We would love more Magic Mike uh, dating advice. Quarters. Anytime, we're Anytime. begging you. Okay, we're gonna get you out of the corner. But my advice That's to you is to go on more bad dates and let us know corner. because we get that anywhere from 10 to 12 corner. minutes of yeah. content out of that. We don't know if it was a bad date, though. We don't know if it was a bad date. We don't know how it turned out. Could have been a great date, honestly. Okay, but no, it Hopefully wasn't. Hopefully he got his socks back. Yep. Uh, <laughs> listen, can I just say this? If we're talking, listen, everybody should be calling in with their worst dates. Obviously, Russell, I mean, you saw Russell, guys. He came alive during that segment. He's, he was back to his old ways. He's like, oh, yeah. He's back to analyzing, looking at every move, seeing what's going on. Russell, I went on a date with my wife. I was in London recently, okay? Oh. Oh. We order a bunch of food. The waitress, as after we order, the waitress says, you have ordered too much meat <laughs> and just sat there. Now, what do we do at that point when, when she says we've ordered too much meat? Was this like they're concerned about your cardiovascular health or they're shaming you for the environmental impact or like there's actually not enough meat in the restaurant to satisfy your 
desires? Like what's going on? I think they were literally worried we had just ordered too much meat that we weren't going to be able to finish. (laughs) And then for some reason we would get mad at them for not warning us. Oh, you're like, I got this. My wife informed them in a very normal way, by the way, this, she said, I still need 80 grams of protein, (laughs) (laughs) which I got to admit when somebody says that to you, you cannot argue because you're like, I mean, I'm not quite sure what that means. Like, I, I have no really idea. Is it, what is that? Like six chicken breasts? I don't even know what, how many, I have no idea. Like, what is it? I have no 12 idea. eggs? I don't know. 80 grams of protein. I don't even know. It, it was, it's something. So anyway, let's get into rolling going. Call us about with your bad dates. We want to hear it. It's time to see what everybody's up to. Aaron and Matt and I, so married. We don't have bad dates anymore. We never make a mistake with our spouses. Okay. No advice necessary. We never tried to start fights just to give some meaning to our lives. Ah, so things are going well for me. Matt, we're only going. How's it going with you? <laughs> uh, good. Um, my mom basically introduced my kids to drug smuggling. You know, what? I always make fun of yep. the, I always make fun of the North Dakota folks, right? Because they're taught my that kids would how be, to drink. Can I just say this, Matt, us. real quick? I'm so sorry. Yeah. If you were a drug smuggler, that would be the one time you would not want to have to be buying Magnum condoms. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you're a drug smuggler, let's just get regular size condoms, okay? What? Well, because they're going, they're going in. They, you, you have like, John, well, can you explain why did. they wouldn't want Magnum sized condoms as a drug smuggler? Well, then what am I going to wear then? You guys, the con. The, do you think the drug smuggling wears the condoms, Aaron? I don't know. I mean. They're- <laughs> When you're smuggling drugs, you want the biggest condom possible to go up your ass. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, John. John is like Stat Boy or whatever he's called from PTI. He's like our producer. Yeah. Of the, of... Is that what, what he's called? What Stat did he wrong today, John? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying if they're like, listen, you're going to swallow these drugs. We're going to put them on condoms. You're going to swallow them. And then you see that they bought all Magnum condoms. You'd be like, oh, my God. Just regular size condoms. Those condoms are way too big for me to swallow. No, thanks. Yeah, so the North Dakota people taught my kids how to, famously, how to drink, how to swear, how to drive. That's what we learned up there. But my Mm -hmm. mom's, you know, all of a sudden my kids are into these Squishmallows. I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, I love Squishmallows. Yeah, we had so many of them. Whole house full. My mom comes in and is like, oh, you're Squishmallows. Guys, I just heard a story on the news Mm -hmm. about these people that were smuggling in drugs through the Squishmallows. Can you believe that? And so my kids are like, Huh? <laughs> What's what? drug smuggling? What do you mean what are, drug smuggling? <laughs> what yeah. are drugs, so, first of all? I heard a story on the news about how if you spray an aerosol can in a bag and huff it, you can get so high. <laughs> it's like, mom, we don't need to hear that story. So I don't know. I can't uh, I can't fault the North Dakota people from teaching my kids all the bad stuff because my mom is now taking over that job. So. Jeez, wow. That's yeah. hardcore. Yep. That's it. Oh my Rosie. My kids are leaving. Going. How's it going my kids you? are leaving tomorrow and going with my parents for one week in Florida. One week? Oh, one week. It's gonna be so sweet. I can cook like whatever dinner I want. If anybody hates it, it's just gonna be my own fault. It's gonna be great. Love it. Yeah, that feels good. Why, why are they is, is it just for the heck of it or is it spring break? Spring break what, for what? them, yeah. Really? That's kind of early, isn't it? Or is it always I I don't know, but they got to get out of here. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. I know you guys live here. We've tried to have them keep them here, like during a week break before. You can't do it. It's like nope. it's like an alien slugs come down from outer space <laughs> and they just slowly take over your apartment. <laughs> Dad, send me money. I'm buying Mr. Good bars from Dwayne Reed. It's like, no, you're home too no. much. You're going to your parents. <laughs> it's just chocolate and peanuts. Nothing else. <laughs> Does that make any sense? All right, man. Candy coating. 
Oh, is it Rosie? How's it going with you? Oh man, it's going great. I had I had a real adventure the last I don't know what was it, twenty four or thirty six hours. We so yep, you know it, you know it. Uh, we were we were planning to go to Southern California this weekend to visit one of my son's little buddies, but um, there are oh, be this storms. is the one you oh. didn't really want to go to, so that's there why I got be, uh, now we know why I got canceled. Yeah. No, we couldn't. So, oh, but it's a holiday weekend. We can't go. Yeah, crappy seventy-two hours. <laughs> <laughs> holiday weekend, so we had to find something for him to do. So we were texting with a friend to see. If they can come over for dinner on Sunday, they have twins, and he's uh, he's good buddies with their twins, and and oh, the mom will know. But we are going to the Great Wolf Lodge on Friday Don't for they the have day, one by and also part of, part of Saturday. Yes, are you guys familiar with the Great Wolf Lodge? Oh yeah, there's one in. I think That's they the do maps, right. So this was my first right off time. 494 in Cedar, but like the <laughs> southwest quadrants yeah. of that, you know. Yeah, the malls yeah. on the, the, the southeast, Great Wolf's on the southwest. Yeah. yeah. So first time at a Great Wolf Lodge. Bloomington side. The Bloomington side. My favorite thing about the Great Wolf Lodge is everybody in swimsuits there is attractive. Those bathroom lines yes, are always super I mean, long. No and day. every tattoo is wonderful. All of yep. it is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I might, I might make like a, I'm going to see if I can make a list off the top of my head because I will, I will be honest. The Great Wolf Lodge both exceeded my, my, my expectations and ground me to a fine dust. We started really? yesterday at 11 a.m. And then we went back today. And going back for the second day really messes with your, like, You went to a vestibular water park system. two days in a row. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah. The second Aaron. day was too much. I know. You're going to get diarrhea really yep. bad. Just to let know. you know. There's a yep. 100% chance you're going to get sick. You went to have a, yep. a water park two days in a row. I would, that would be like my torture. Yeah, they did. That. At one point yesterday, after we had been in the wave pool, all of a sudden we looked over and the wave pool had been emptied. And we were like, oh. what? Oh, why no. did they have to empty the wave pool? They didn't tell us what we were exposed to or why. So who knows? Oh. Like, I don't know. It's fine. By the time you guys see me next, who knows what kind of skin rash I'm going to have. I'm oh. not sure. But oh, I got to say, what was fantastic was... Um, I can tell you what kind of rash I would have if I was in a pool for two days straight. Holy cow. I mean that <laughs> I would just I'd be on my bed with a blow dryer and some um, gold bond. <laughs> I'd be there if just gold bonds would be being applied all over. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how I end, end up tomorrow, but I'm today I feel pretty good. So I I really loved there was a slide where you stood in like a little pod and then you're in the pod and then it counts down three, two, one, and the floor drops out below you no, and you like no way. whoosh down. Like that was that. <laughs> no way. No way. Aaron, I, I went on a, a school trip with middle schoolers and we oh went to God. a water park and I was like, you know what? I'm fucking doing it. So I was American flag swimsuit, yep. no shirt. Just yep. walking around with your teacher with no shirt on. I Love walk it. up to that water slide. You get up there. Weight limit. 250. Way under what I was. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Way under it. But I'm like, you know what? I got I to gotta show up for these kids. I'm going to go up on this slide. Go up to the top. They've got a fucking scale. Yeah. At the top yeah. of the water slide. This place had scales too. Yeah. They've got a scale. So instantly I see the scale and I have like a full-blown panic attack because I cannot uh, now see the scale and then back off in front of these kids. So I'm like. But it's out of your hands now. We'll see what happens. So the guy goes, oh, hey, step on the scale before you get on the slide. I go, no, I go, no, 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 no. I'm under. I'm not stepping on the scale. He goes, well, okay. He puts me into this thing and locks the door. And I was like, yes. 
Wait a minute. 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 I was like, hmm, maybe this wasn't the best decision. And sure enough, I went fucking flying around this yeah. loop, Aaron. I was like, oh, it was crazy. I like went through the end. I almost looked like yeah. one of those bus accident videos. That stuff is not for for old people, man. Like you, it really starts to mess with your your head no. by the end of the day. So the the whoosh down with the thing with the floor drops out. They got a bunch of rides where you go on an inner tube. That was actually amazing because you can yep. go with your kid on the inner tube. That was mm-hmm. all fantastic. Great spicy margarita at the bar. I thought I was going to drink way more, and then it turned out like you couldn't because you were trying to go on too many rides. But the spicy marg was good. Aaron, what do you do when you're at a water park and you're in a line on the stairs? Where are you looking? How are you just like looking? Wherever no, you can. A, yeah, tough call. I was with my kid the gotta, whole time. Got to so be quite a bit him. of feet up on that staircase. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's true. Like you, <laughs> I mean, it's hey, so Russ thought weird. of me. Aaron thought of me this weekend. <laughs> I wonder what Matt, why Matt thought of me. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what Matt's on Bigfoot at. outside. He's like, hmm. But it does feel strange because there's someone always trying to like push past you, right? Like it's yeah. you know people are in line, kids don't mm-hmm. know how to be in line, and like certainly by by today you start feeling like you're gonna like yell at someone or like. You're at the top of the line for the water slide and a kid cuts you in line. And the first four times that happens, you go like, well, they're a kid. Like, it's fine. And then at some point you find yourself wanting to be like, hey, get in line. And then you realize, like, that's not a good mm-hmm. idea. Like, you don't need to do that to people. Yeah. So definitely by by the time we left, it was time to be done. Pretty soon you're like Michael Douglas at the end of falling down. Right. You've caused right. all this trouble. You've punched like three kids and you're like, wait, I'm the bad guy. What's going <laughs> on in this world? <laughs> But yeah, it was intense, man. It's like a water park is serious. So by, by the end of the morning today, the kids were just in the regular pool. They were just like, we just want to swim. We don't need any more like of this mm-hmm. of this shit, like just swimming. So, but I, I think I survived. We'll see. But I don't know exactly what I might have picked up along the way. Russell, oh. how's the room going with you? You didn't pick up any uh, uh, milfs for the wife swap though, hire? No, <laughs> I did not. Oh, <laughs> hey, you can bring it up with the wife. See how it goes. <laughs> Over four and a half. Ugh. Man, I'm having fun at this water park. <laughs> you know what else would be fun? Wife's up. Just joking. Just joking. But I mean, uh, you know. I couldn't see your face. Well, you were facing away. Let me say it again. Wife's up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're bad. I was just joking. <laughs> Rolling well, things are going good. I actually had a, a pretty action-packed weekend last weekend. I thought I could share some of my experiences. The first one. I went to the Orpheum. I saw a musical. I saw Mamma Mia. Wow. There I go again. Wow. Mama, how can I resist you? Nice. You know what I will say about that show? <laughs> it may not have had the best singers or the best plot and all that of all the ones I've seen at the Orpheum, but there's something about going to like a lighthearted, fun show uh, where there, there may be like one or two mildly serious scenes, but yeah. there's no like assault. There's no, there's no brutal stuff. There's no violence. It's just a fun show with fun music. So I say thumbs up to Mamma Mia at the Orpheum. Super fun time. Listen, Russell, when you're like me and you only see comedies or fun shows, people think you're dumb, but you're actually smart because you don't you're want to. Longer. Why would you want to subject yourself to emotions that you don't like? It's crazy. Plus, Mommy is fun. You're up at the end. You're dancing. It was really funny. The, the, the cast did a great job. We had a great seats. It was fun. The only thing that I'll bring up on this is see what you guys think of this. The first half of the show before the intermission had all of what I consider to be the hit songs. 
You guys might know more of them, or people mm-hmm. that are into ABBA might know more of them, but you have Money, 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 Mamma Mia, Dancing Queen, Super Trooper, and then, of course, Gimme, 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 which was about what, Aaron? Oh, Man After Midnight? No, no, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. What is that about? Do you remember that? Russell, it's about a fuck I fest. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Russell Hunt review that. We're kind of <laughs> but the second Uh-oh. half of fuck the show, fest. I only recognized one song. And so I was kind of like waiting for, hey, we're, I need another killer or two. And then they hit the opening note on this, Rob. You'll have to pull it up. And the crowd erupted. Take a chance on me. Oh, they, wow. They broke into that, and the crowd went bonkers for it. It was fantastic. So they did it on purpose. That was like they had to have a little pull it back. So they it was really the, the penultimate oh. song of the show. <laughs> this video is amazing. Can you imagine? Because, you know, Abbas came from that Eurovision contest show. Imagine you're on that contest and you go up against ABBA, you just be like, oh. I don't, are they on the list anywhere, Matt? They, can, they have to have an album somewhere, right? This is too good not to be on there. I also so um, have continued... three, the definitive collection. Oh, we're getting like close. Ooh, the greatest hit. We're going to make it in our lifetime. In our lifetime. Yeah, it's a single, the compilation yeah. of the singles released by Swedish <laughs> pop group ABBA. Oh, yeah. Kind of a greatest hits, but I don't know if they really had any albums. They'll probably remove that by the time we get there. Russell, I got to turn off that video. A bunch of Swedish women singing is none of us were paying attention to anything anybody was saying. (laughs) I've also continued my strategy of always getting tickets right on the aisle so the upstairs roommate can get up and to the very front of the line. Mm -hmm. I got a big thank you from the upstairs roommate for always getting those tickets in the front of the line in the bathroom. Orpheum, you guys can go fuck yourselves with the way you guys (laughs) operate bathroom facilities at that place. It is ridiculous. There should never be a line that long to use the restroom. No. Russell is pro letting women go to the bathroom. Yes. Second thing, I uh, that was a Friday night. Saturday night, I had uh, my niece and nephew in town. My sister and her husband dropped their kids off. They were going out for a night. So Uncle Russ is playing host to his niece and nephew. I was going to share with you guys some of the things we did and see what you guys think about these. Did you jump on Russ's Wheel of Fun? There was no Wheel of Fun this oh, time. No all right, Wheel all of right. Fun this time. But I do want to hear about it. I'm excited. I hate Ru- I hate Uncle Russell's house now. <laughs> his upstairs neighbor threw made him throw away his Wheel of Fun when he moved in here. He said there wasn't enough space for the Wheel of Fun. <laughs> it was either that or the DVDs. He couldn't. <laughs> yeah, what happened to all the what up at all the Christmas decorations we gave him? She burned them. She got rid of them. She threw them away. <laughs> oh, she what, hated what the happened to our, What happened to our yeah. pictures on the fridge? Threw them away. That lady yeah. over there did it. Ah. Yeah, that seems fair. <laughs> yes. All right. First thing I did, I was looking around. I was like, what could we do that would be fun? Something different. Something they had not been to before. I got tickets to Disney on ice at the target center for me wow. and my niece and nephew. What do you guys wow. think of that? That's brave. You took two kids to Disney on ice. I took two kids to Disney on ice. I got good that seats down at target center. So what was they the wildest things they were selling in the aisle? There was a lot of, Oh, the, there were two. There were a lot of light up things where kids are yeah. like holding these, you know, wands that are lighting up. Mm-hmm. But the one that got, I didn't really experience it till the end when we were walking out. The, the worst was this machine that was like throwing bubbles all over. So like kids are lit, like you could have literally been sitting next to a kid that was just spraying bubbles on you oh. for two hours. Oh, yeah. don't need that. I Did they yeah. still have the it's magnet? Remember the magnet wheel one where it like spin and go down a track and then spin up the track and spin down. You could flick it back and forth. 
Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. All right. I, those things, I was like, if I get good at this, this could be like my job. Like, <laughs> my kids are like, my parents are like, you're an idiot. I actually had to ask my sister, I was going to ask you guys, my niece and nephew are kind of in that like seven to nine age range, eight to 10, somewhere in there. Um, what's the right age range? To <laughs> I like not don't eight, know your to, ages of your niece. Hey, like, come on. Ten, don't, somewhere between six Aaron, and 14. I'm Aaron, not sure. You know the ages of all your nieces and nephews. <laughs> Aaron doesn't know no. shit. I guarantee Aaron yeah. doesn't know any of them. <laughs> My, my sister no, is always flabbergasted when I don't know the ages of my nephews. I'm like, I don't know. They're like, here. Not for I'm talking to their names. Them. Yeah. <laughs> but I did ask my sister, I was going to ask you guys, what age do kids, are they out on like Disney on ice or something like that? Because I was, mm. I was like, maybe a 10 year old, maybe they're not, maybe they don't want to go see Disney on ice. But what do you guys think? What's the right age cutoff for uh, like a Disney type show? I would say eight, eight, and eight, nine, ten. It really depends on the kids. Like, yeah. we always have to remember with our, we've got a now twelve year old today, uh, Ooh, Leo's birthday. Oh, happy today, birthday! To Man, it, happy yeah. birthday to the world's so biggest then, firing yeah. kittens fan. Eddie is eight, and we have to we have to constantly remember that. Like Eddie, when he was like six, right? Like Eddie's just six. Like he wants to watch the little cheesy shows that you know right. Leo doesn't want to watch anymore. And so it really it's hard sometimes. But I think let's see Eddie's eight. He'd probably still like it's I don't know eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Ten would, maybe is get a little old. And an uncle say. is different too. Like you're yeah. they're gonna be they're gonna be more excited to go. Like they might they might do something that they wouldn't admit that they like because they're with you. But if right. it was, yeah. you know, if their friends were around or whatever, or their parents, they'd be like, I'm not into that. It, it did come up once. Aaron, you'll appreciate this with my oldest niece. She, I kind of, you know, I was bringing, like, oh, what songs do you guys want to hear? What like movies do you want to see come out there? You know, I was really into it. And I did get at one point from my niece and she, she, she had a fun time and everything. I'm not ragging. And she said, I'm not really into Disney movies anymore. She did like the I'm I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm grown right, beyond right. that type That's of thing. Cool, so. yeah. Yeah. Yep. But she'll cool. still go because she's with Uncle Russ. Yeah. Yes, yes. Meanwhile, Russell's dressed exactly like Gaston. He's like, oh <laughs> <laughs> roughly the size of a barge. <laughs> we were definitely trolling for that. Yeah. Oh, oh shit, I hear stomping. You might have to <laughs> keep that keep that down. No, no more Beauty and the Beast references. So we go to Disney on ice. We have a good time. Like there, it was an amazing show. They, they've got like, it's almost like aspects of like Cirque du Soleil where they've got people on trapezes going up into the rafters of the target center from ice skates. Like it was amazing. You know, there's a reason that those things sell out. I think they did three shows that day. They, they, they do a great job. It was fantastic. So here's what I did with the rest of my day with my niece and nephew. They stayed overnight. So here's what the rest of the oh lineup looked like after the afternoon wow. Disney show. We go to Glick's to get a big pretzel. Uncle Russ takes him to a German yes. beer hall to get the biggest yes. pretzel we can yeah. find in the Minneapolis area. And How then about do, you, that? do you get a beer? No, no. no. Oh, wow. No. Oh, man. Wow. I couldn't go to Glick's and not get a beer. That's well, that's no. impressive. Russell, you would be my favorite uncle of all time. If, you were getting, if I was getting giant pretzels with my uncle, I'd be like, I don't care that this idiot took us to Disney on Ice when I'm 35 years old. I love this huge pretzel. <laughs> There is something about being an uncle where I, I don't think nieces and nephews, they don't really say what they want to do. Like yeah. when you ask them, they're like, oh, whatever, whatever. Everything was whatever. And mm-hmm. my guess is if they're with their parents, they, they're they're going to damn sure tell you whether they want to go somewhere they or don't not, right? Do. Yeah. Yes. They'll let you know what they don't want to do. But we, everyone had a good time at Glicks. We got the big pretzel. It was great. Then we went over. We went to see the waterfall off the bridge. The, what's the What's the Big bridge in Minneapolis, Matt, that goes downtown, the Stone Arch Bridge. Uh, Stone Arch Bridge, yeah. So we went and walked over the bridge to see the waterfall. We got to see the waterfall on the river, which was cool. And I will say at one point, the upstairs roommate came and met us for this part of it. 
makes a comment about, oh, that that other bridge is lit up because it's a memorial. So she's about ready to go into like the 35W bridge collapse yeah. with my niece oh. and nephew. She should hang out with my mom. Yeah. That sounds like somebody that would come into a Valentine's Day party at Bench Press to me. Yeah. And then when she the, also uh, sorry, almost made I a just comment. Have to, to give one what? anecdote. That happened the day KG was traded and Darren, the, pre- the pleasure principal, texted me to see if I was okay. And I was like, no, I'm really upset that KG was traded. And I didn't, I had not <laughs> at that point heard about the collapse. I was like, well, I'm pretty Green upset, still but it's best for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, at least he didn't win any championships. Anything is possible, isn't that Anything's it? possible, yeah. So so we're over there, and the upstairs roommate also starts making comments about how, like, these old buildings on the right, like, burned out in some fire. I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> but the upstairs roommate caught herself, stopped with, before she got too far into the bridge collapse. Turns out the next day, my brother-in-law, my niece and nephew's dad was saying, my one nephew is like super in. He wanted to see the bridge that collapsed. Like he oh. is at that age where he wanted to see yeah, it. So like, it, it, it turns out the upstairs roommate was like right in his wheelhouse of like cool knowledge and held it back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's like, oh, and the bridge. Oh, I can't talk about that. Anyway, Russell's penis is so small. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have said that either. The next thing, the next thing we did, we'll see what you guys think of this. After we did, we did the pretzel, we needed some dessert for the later in the night. We went to Edwards Dessert Kitchen, North Loop Dessert wow. Spot. They've got like all the fancy desserts, desserts that look like flowers, all the cakes, all the different chocolates Russell, you could ever want. Russell, you're a great uncle, uncle for the yeah, same reason amazing. that you were a great date guy. You know all these cool spots. Like when yeah. I'm with my when I'm with my nephews and nieces, I'm just sitting on the couch. That's the that's all oh, we do no, all we the can't time. Do that. Oh. So we did sit on the couch at the end of the night. We ended up watching two movies to end the night. Oh, yeah. The first one was recommended by my nephew. And when he said it, I jumped at it. School of Rock. I've watched School of Rock now twice in a week. And it was Uh, a killer. A killer. Kids love Jack Black. Russell, can I say something to you that might get you to come out to New York with your upstairs roommate? You come out and, and stay with us. When you see School of Rock on Broadway, the actual kids are actually playing the instrument. Oh, badass. Russell, you got to come. It's a show where the kids, it's real kids playing real instruments. Russell, they could screw up at any time. (laughs) Okay, then you let them have it. I think my my niece at one point was commenting on like what one of the kids now does it as an adult, like what show she's in. I was like, okay, you are officially like a fully functioning human, like where you know what the actress in this movie as an eight-year-old is Mm -hmm. now doing as as a 25-year-old, right? Yep. Yeah, they they start to they start to have conversations with that upstairs neighbor about like, oh yeah, they were on they're on fentanyl for a while. You're like, oh boy, this is <laughs> you two hang out. I'm hanging out with this guy. <laughs> the next movie, we had one more movie before we went to bed all the night. It was a baseball movie they picked, they both liked Rookie of the Year, the the, the movie where the kid breaks his arm yeah. and can throw fastballs for I the don't Cubs know. These afterwards. kids seem too good to be true. Like these kids are just willing to watch awesome movies from 20 years ago. That's yeah. That's well, I, I kind of I kind of like hemmed and hawed and vetoed and acted like I didn't have <laughs> streaming services for certain other movies, though, Aaron. So it's not like those were the first two choices. <laughs> hey guys, instead of Mr. Beast, have you ever heard of somebody named Fred Savage? <laughs> and what, what, what okay. so at that point were there no more snacks or did you do movie snacks even after all the pretzel? Oh, yeah. the, no, the hey, Aaron, can I just tell you right now? There's no way Russell had movie snacks. No way. No, no way. We had had the desserts, but we did earlier in the night too order burgers from Red Cow. Jesus but I will Christ. say this: this is the this is where the, here's the fuck up. Sixty forty. Did you get the sixty forty? I 
They have too what? fancy of burgers. Kids don't like oh, burgers yes. from Red, Red Cow. Right. So yep. they've got too fancy of burgers. And Matt, you're bringing up the 60-40, and I think that's like a bacon cheeseburger essentially, right? Yep. yep. But they put some sort of spread spice, or spicy must- mustard. There's yeah, a spicy mustard Russell. on it. Yep. And so that would, and so immediately my nieces and nephews are like, there's something on this burger. My niece is doing like the, she's doing the bacon sandwich at this point, like picking off the burger. Can I I just tell you, Russell, you're going through all this detail describing to us what it's like when you order something in a restaurant and a kid doesn't like it. You are talking to three people who (laughs) think you're the dumbest person in the world for not knowing that was going to happen. Okay. That happens every time we go out. Oh, there's green flecks on my burger. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. It's like some weird thing. Don't it doesn't taste like anything. Eat it. So, I think you're right, Rob. Like the the when we did go to Edwards Dessert Kitchen, we got like a whole smorgasbord of different things. Yeah. And I think uh, myself, my my plate went down fast. My niece and nephew, I think, uh, weren't as thrilled with like the fancy desserts. No, they they, yeah. they would have been happy with a host of like a Twinkie, right? Yeah. No, they want vanilla ice cream. And then when you get a burger, you have to say a plain burger. And they're like, oh, with yeah. cheese. And you have to be like, no. No. And I'm begging that you listen to me right now. A plain burger. That means no ketchup, no mustard. <laughs> Do not put anything I'm going to have to scrape off on it because once it gets on there, even if I scrape it it's off, done. it still counts. They will not eat it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We finish the night, finish off the morning. The next morning, we go to Glamdoll Donuts off of Jeez, East right. Street wow. where guy. they've got like all the fancy donuts. They've got, we pick up. My niece and nephew each pick out the Bam Bam, which has got the fruity pebbles on of it. Of course, so it's kids like the legit on donuts. Yep, it's like the legit. Came back, their mom and dad came and picked them up. Shortly thereafter, they're out of here in and out under twenty four hours. All that in one day. That was a, a win, don't you think? That's amazing, Russell. Two questions. First of all, I would love. To, I would love to be your nephew. Okay, so if you pick up your nephew next time, and there's like a a little red riding hood type moment where it looks like maybe this is actually a very large grown man stuffed into his, on his knees, dwarfing it up. Just take him to get the donuts. Okay. Take him. Hey, I love burger. Order me a 60, 40. I'm going to ask cold beer too for your nephew. I like, do they have, what do they have that's smoky and whiskey? I like a smoky whiskey. Can um, I get a Mike's hard lemonade? Yeah. Is it whiskey <laughs> sour with, is that with egg whites? Wait a minute, my nephew doesn't like egg whites. (laughs) They had a chance to kind of look up and down. My nephew even knew well enough he's not buying from the the no gluten zone or whatever it's called down on the end. (laughs) So he's like, I'm not not getting donuts without gluten or whatever it is down in that last cabinet. Yeah, yeah. So how do you put these children to bed? Do they just go to sleep? You just say like, it's time to go to sleep and that's it? We were up quite late, but I figured I don't have to deal with the consequences of that. So we were up quite late. We went to bed and I figure if they weren't happy the next day, that's not my problem. God, you're you're such a professional at this. So good. Not my problem. What else is not my problem is Rob. Rob, rolling going. How's it going with you? Uh, Now, listen. Okay. I had, unfortunately, I just want to tell you right now. I had a performance review at my job where I had to sit there. Oh, boy. And I was given this can't be good for you. Minor you do not criticism, like any criticism of how to oh, improve. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, we know how this goes for Rob. And I was He's mad fine. for three days afterwards. I was furious. Let it out. Let I it out. I could not believe. So first of all, this gold, okay, who thinks he knows what I'm doing at all, says, number one, you got to let other people solve their own problems. Nope. Under you. You can't try to solve everybody's problems. Oh. 
I'm like, what's an example? I mean, like, what are yeah, we talking about? How are you trying to solve? You think I'm asking for examples at this point? I've oh, seen right. red. I've <laughs> seen red because I got this, blindsided by this whole thing. I didn't know this, this was feedback's got to be spot on, and Rob's too blind to even see oh. it. I, I, I must be trying to solve problems that other people. I don't know. It, I, I was like, well, first of all, that seems like a compliment. Like you're doing too mm. much stuff. And then this one, this is the one I want to talk yeah, about. T- yeah, tell me uh, at your next job, Rob. Tell me about your one of your weaknesses. Well, I just I try to solve too many problems. Right, I'm just you know, I'm always problems. trying to solve everybody else's problems. Yeah, sounds exactly right. I'm already done with mine, so I got to move on to somebody else's. I would say my biggest weakness is I'm now ten minutes late to work every day because I have to give my dog an insulin shot <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> And sometimes I give one to myself too. Yeah. To sometimes if I, I need, if I'm, if I'm with Uncle Russ getting the fruity pebble donut, you probably just pour that shit in his food, right? It'll oh. get in that bloodstream somehow. <laughs> it's gonna work, right? Russell, it's way too expensive. Yeah, I want to do. want to get it. I'm like looking up the cost of needles now. I'm trying to find the cheapest place to buy needles. I'm gonna be buying my needles at the same place I buy my whipped cream air canisters. <laughs> You know what? You, you've got some. You've got some bodybuilder guy like that's yeah. following you around, and you're buying these needles, and they're like, "Oh, he's got to be juicing." Yeah. Yeah. Look, at him. <laughs> look at all these. Look at all these needles. He's no, it's for my dog. I got to give oh. insulin to my dog. No way. Well, I can tell you where would be the most expensive place ever to buy this stuff, which is at my vet, because when they sold it to me, it was incredibly expensive. Once again, this dumb fucking dog. I have seen the doctor more for this dog than I have for any of my kids combined. Okay. More doctor appointments for the dog. I am the opposite of Uncle Russ. He then says to me, I need you to respond to every email I send out, even if it's just an email back saying, okay, thank you, got it. Oh, that, like, no. I was like, are you fucking, is, is this a, is this, am I in the movie Saw? Is this a Saw type experiment where they <laughs> I mean, want me to do this? This is torture. Rob isn't going to like this. There's a reason he's doing that. It's because they've asked you to do stuff before and you've chosen not to do it. Absolutely <laughs> not. Now, what's, no. Now what they're doing is saying, now they're, what they're saying is like, hey, if you're going to ignore what we're asking, I'm going to make you acknowledge no. it. So it, they're doing it for a reason. It's because you've ignored prior requests. I think Russell. that guy is saying, I sit here all day and watch my email go by and I no. know who responds to everything no. I send out and Rob doesn't, Rob doesn't respond. So you would rather get emails to the group email saying, thank you, received. Okay, got it. I mean, what the fuck? I'm not fucking doing that, Russell. (laughs) Maybe you should do your job and do what they ask you the first time. They won't have to send all these emails. Did you not hear the first criticism? I'm doing my job too well. So somehow I'm both taking care of all the problems and also ignoring everything. (laughs) What was the other criticism? That was these aren't criticisms. These are these are. You think there's more than two criticisms? Feedback, Russell. If he had more than two criticisms, I would have body slammed his ass immediately. (laughs) Three criticisms of me. I don't think so. It's how you get better. Listen, even my wife can't think of three criticisms of me. She just keeps using the same one over and over again. (laughs) Is it about the podcast? Okay, Uh, it's a. Oh, you're too big. That's a criticism now. And when I say that, by the way, I do not mean my penis. I mean, literally my pelvis is too wide across. <laughs> She's been going to the gym. Now you guys to get ready to have sex with me. You wouldn't believe what machine she uses at the gym. What's up? The hip adductors one, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Get it in the house. I got what I call a secret boudoir shot of her. No. That's where I go to the gym and I take secret upskirt photos of my wife. Oh, hey, you God, perv. No, oh, no. I uh, know no, this. Excuse, no, excuse me, guys. It's my wife. <laughs> okay. So they catch me and they're like, you I'm sick pervert. It's so hard not to laugh at this. You sick pervert. And I'm like, no, that was my wife. And they're like, 
What is going on? What are you doing? This- Seriously, what what is the cost to get a hip abductor? Like, could you, like, just for the funny of the joke of, like, Rob, you having people over in that machine sitting in the corner. You got to be able to find one for, like, $400 on Craigslist. Right? I just always have it. It's, like, em- right there with the, uh, with the waterbed. I always have an empty wipes container next to it. Sorry, out of wipes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what you said about our Peloton, too. It's so weird. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this album. Do you guys have to wipe down your bench that you have in your house? God, it's so sick. No, I, can I tell you this, too? When I have to yeah. unload my weights at the end, I'm like, <laughs> why do I have to do this? <laughs> Wait, but but when you leave your, your weights, weights on at your home gym, they're very suspicious. <laughs> Who's been squatting 600 pounds in this apartment? Uh, listen, this is Taylor Swift's uh, Folklore. Okay, I keep getting confused with Evermore, which is the album that came. she released after this with all the extra tracks she has. This is Taylor Swift's eighth, al- eighth album. And I think what we found with artists who get up to this seventh, eighth, we're going to see this next week too, is that they're just like, you know what? I'm sick of making an album that's just a bunch of good songs. I need a theme I want to reinvent myself. I want to, you know, tailor famously with the eras. And so she said, okay, I'm going to make kind of a slower ballad, not many pop hooks on this whole album. And it's basically going to be about this town in the Northeast that I'm going to make up and then tell stories about characters of people in that town. And she kind of challenged herself to almost write like a electro folk opera, which is really what this is. Uh, And this is our first COVID album of the podcast. This is the first it's album. The COVID album to me. Like this is, yeah. like, I think it was written and recorded during COVID, right? During and COVID. Knew- and it was, you know, it was one of these things where it's like she recorded remotely with people across the United States. Yeah. And it worked so well because everybody had really nice microphones and they didn't just fuck around with whatever microphone they had put on a book or whatever. Just like uh, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. You can, I, you don't have to assure me, Aaron. I get it. I will. I assure you that this is this is the album of the pandemic for me. And and I think she didn't expect or didn't even at the time have to think about touring the album, right? Like she said right. as much on stage during the era's tour. Like this wasn't made with the thought like oh I got to go out and tour this thing and have a single and all of that. It was just like she could make an album. And there's some bangers. I mean, there's some real bangers on this album Good and songs. on that tour. There's some great ones. She had so many songs, in fact, from this album. That two weeks later, she releases another album. And I can tell you, just guys, as a dad of a Taylor Swift fan, this new album release that has been coming out has been all the talk at home. It is, you. if you are a Taylor Swift fan, you are looking at her Instagram. My kid was analyzing Instagram posts for five days telling me she's going to release an album. She's going to release a new album. I bet she's going to, and she was putting together all the clues and she knows, like, if she looks at the titles of these songs, what the secret message is. It's just like Taylor is so fun. good at engaging this age and making yeah. like every release a huge deal. That's what she and Beyonce have the most in common. They totally. have such a grasp of how to do this. They're it's, total pros at making this whole thing work. It's crazy. So let's get into. Uh, by the way, this one album of the year. She's the first woman to win it three times which is crazy that that's not Beyonce again from next week. Uh, Beyonce still never won album of the year. What? Madonna didn't win album of the year three times? I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce never won album of the year. Yeah, because Beck won that one, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Beck did did it better, better, Aaron. 
You want to make a declarative statement? Who, who did, did it better, better than Beyonce when he yeah, Who did it better it? than Beyonce? You want to you want to save that for next say, week I'm or do it twice familiar. in a row or what? But this isn't Beyonce's week. This is you guys. You guys want to talk about Beyonce? This is <laughs> Aaron doesn't want to. Aaron doesn't want to offend all the Becker heads. I'm not out there. Out there for that. You know, no, I don't want to put myself. Rob, did like you that. save that drop? Did you save that drop that we talked about? Uh, yes, I did, and that is what's the next album? Beyonce. Beyonce. See, I've already got that drop ready for the end of the show. <laughs> All right, let's get into Taylor Swift and folklore. I'm that girl. Whoops. Okay, so skips through the next week already. Album, isn't it? Got that. I don't remember that track. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the album. One, the one. What an opener. Feeling good on some new shit. This. What an old This is somewhere out there, right? This is a direct ripoff of somewhere yes. yep. out there. Yep. It works for a reason, right? Yeah. So not only is she going through the pandemic at this I'm time, good. I'm on some new she's shit. also at the point where somebody has sold all of her masters and she's now fighting for those and trying to figure out what to do. And so that's partially what this album is about as well. Can you turn the music down just a little bit? Yeah, I can't hear you over the music. And this, I don't, I didn't know until the Grammys that she and Lana Del Rey are friends, or at least Taylor claims they are. And you can hear Lana's influence on this track for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think Lana Del Rey, American treasure. I think being forced to record the way that she did this album too, you have to record this kind of album, right? Where it's a little more sparse, a little bit more. It's real, man. It's right, man. Yeah. Uh, next up, Cardigan. This is part of three songs in this album that's about a love triangle, Russell. A love triangle. Is this one, wait, there's three albums, about, three songs on the album you said? Uh, that, yeah, are about this theme with these these imaginary characters in the. Right. Is this Betty too, then? Is Betty part of that? Yes. Okay. And then this, you know what? You know, when I think of a love triangle, the one thing I think of is how I've ripped my pants this week. Guys, I think I have a problem. All right. Monday, go to work. Okay. Coming home. Thank God. Sit on the subway. Blow open my pants. My pants blast open in the back. Just a rip. Are we talking jeans or what type of pants? Dress pants. So I come home. I tell. Did you rip your Zubas on the subway? (laughs) How could you rip Zubas? They're unrippable. <laughs> I'm asking you. Listen, I got, I'm just going to tell you right now, if you're ripping Zubas, you, we got to figure something out. Okay? <laughs> Things are not going great for you. Uh, to be fair, Zubas aren't like, they don't stretch. They're just like cotton right. pants, right? Yeah. They're pretty they stretchy. Like rip. They're pretty, I don't know. If, you, if, if I saw somebody with a ripped pair of Zubas, I would steer clear because that person is not doing well. <laughs> now, Russell. If you could get Zubas for any team color right now, which would you pick? Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Orange and blue. Be great. Ooh, that's that's a good ben, who are you picking? Zuba pants. Who are you, who are you picking? Oh, man. I used to always say the Vikings. I had a couple Vikings pairs, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the, you know, red, white, and blue, like the Giants or something like Ooh, that, yeah. maybe. Ooh, red, white, and blue is good. Aaron? I would have said the Iowa State Cyclones, but they're the same colors as the, as the Chiefs, which got me into some trouble in the slopes last week. So that'll be next week's rolling going. So um, if we're not going to do the Cyclones, then I like Matt's red, white, okay. blue. Guys, hey, I'm just going to get in this time machine real quick. I'm going to go to ne- uh, next week's show. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm back. 
It was worth it. That story is good. Get ready. <laughs> Tune in next week. Lock. Just imagine Aaron getting yelled at about the Chiefs on a ski slope. Oh, makes my heart race thinking Lock. about the story. How good Tune it is. in next week. Can we wait to continue recording until after the smoke has dissipated from your office area, Rob? <laughs> smoke rivets. My wife says, I'm sorry that you ripped your pants, to which I immediately say, how could you be sorry you've never ripped a pair of pants in your life? You don't know what it's like. <laughs> why, why is that your response? Why? Yes. She doesn't get to say I'm was, sorry. You've never When you're a fat guy and you rip open a pair of pants in the back, it's you are, it's life. You have to think about things. Like it's humiliating. And then you have to like take your pants and throw them in the garbage. It's a, you got to look at how big they are just. Yeah, like sitting there like a deflated balloon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so then the next day, come home, sit on the couch. Guess what? Pants. Blow out? Blow out the back. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Guys, I am losing weight for this meat I have in two weeks. I think my ass is getting bigger. Next day, bend over to feed the dog. This time, Russell, my shirt <laughs> blows out the back. Three blows <laughs> in three days? Three blows in three days. I could not oh, believe it. No. And you know, I'm going to... Is there a worse job to rip your pants at than being a teacher? Can you think of a worse job? Guys, you were, you were at school. Your teacher has ripped pants in the back. Do you ever not talk about it for the rest of your life? You would bring that up forever. That would be the most embarrassing thing ever. I don't think people think about their teachers positively or negatively that much, Rob. So 30 years from now, when those kids going to no. be on their podcast talking about the time their teacher ripped their pants? Changing lives, Russell. We're changing lives. Uh, I, I would say, Russell, I also ride a bike to work, which to me is one of the most pants rippable activities you could <laughs> possibly do. Yeah, that's true. This, this didn't end up in a rip, but my the upstairs roommate for, for Christmas did get me a very nice gift. It's like a... A dress shirt with espresso martinis all over it. So it's just wow. like an espresso martini shirt. And I immediately looked at it. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. It's not going to fit the rust, man. You know? Oh, no. So like I had to do I had to do the whole like, oh, I might have to lose a few pounds. And then I tried it on when no, I, I made sure no one was right. around. Right. When I tried. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to lose a lot of pounds <laughs> to ever fit it to the espresso martini shirt. Russell. That would be the greatest compliment ever. You should see the size of clothes people buy me. <laughs> I look like Jared holding up some of the pants I get people buy me. Like, it's they're so big. It's so insulting. Oh, I thought Aaron liked this joke, but I think he's frozen. He's frozen. Uh, all right, let's get to the next one. Last Great American Dynasty. This is this song. where he's frozen, or is this where we had to mute all, all the inappropriate things he said yeah. about Taylor and Beyonce? Oh. I mean, we were talking about blowing out pants, and then he took it in an appropriate We do need him back here, because I do need to get Aaron's opinion on this song. We'll, I'll come back to it and ask him, but we need to get his opinion on the drum machine. He has ripped other artists for drum machine before, and this is a pretty heavy drum machine song, isn't it? I agree. The song was about a woman who was so rich on the East Coast that her urn was made by Salvador Dali. If, if her son didn't really get this, it's like, oh, I bought like this super you know, expensive house from like a rich family. Like that's the story. But then when you read about it, it's like really about, Hey, I'm the person and living in the house and mm -hmm. everyone's talking about me. I'm like the fish in the fishbowl or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I could see why people are into Taylor Swift songs. The music's great. The stories are interesting. Yeah. I love great it. Great job. Love it. Uh oh, we got a text from Aaron. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's just see. Oh, you know what? We got a text from Aaron. Why he let's just see what it's. Uh, why is he not on? My computer broke. I tried to stick my penis in the USB. Oh, uh, you know what? I got another message from him. Let's see what he says. My computer broke. I tried to download something on LimeWire. 
No, Aaron, you should not be doing that. It says Limp Biscuit full album, but it's just a virus, Aaron. Okay. All right. Uh, Exile. This is the uh, the Purple Rain for me on this song. I mean, anything with Bony Bear, I just, I, I put, put me firmly in the camp of I don't understand Bony Bear. And I know we've talked about this at least two other times. And so, Matt, I just I, don't. I, I love you. I love your approach. This is where you and I diverge on the road. To me, this is the best song of the album. This is so. Really? I added this as my like. I could listen to this all day. This is so, there's like soul. I, I love listening to this song. And you know what? I'll also say, I remember Rob talking about Boney Bear before because he was made fun of by students for calling it Bone Iver, Bon Iver, or whatever. I, I, Admittedly, the first time Rob talked about this, I thought Boney Bear was a female singer. I just like, I don't even know who that is or anything about it. I had no clue, but I liked that song. I enjoyed it. I think it's from Eau Claire. He's, he's close to being one of us. Is this a popular song, Rob? Or what's one oh, of the big yeah, hits no, this on this like, album? This is, that was, I, I think that's the number one song. On, that's it's like that's played religiously on okay. Cities 97 and all that. It's probably so, of course, it's going to appeal to me, the the, yeah. the mass audience. I don't know boys. what the hits are, because I hear this album just straight through all the time. Like, it's just... Hardigan is a good one. I've heard that one on the radio, but... My Tears... Yeah, I've heard this album so many times. Oh. Aaron, how many, how many <laughs> systems is there logging in on? <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one, Rob. Keep I, going. I can't. I can't get. Yeah, I get. I get. I'm we, can, my, we can hear you. Aaron. Yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. Good. Just okay. Video. Oh, well, I got a text from Aaron about what's wrong with this computer. So let's see. My computer broke. I forgot to turn on private mode. Oh, Aaron, don't ever forget that. Because <laughs> then you got to go through your history and delete it. Well, I tried, so I've given my iPad to my son, so I set up all these, we've talked about this, uh -oh. I set up all these privacy controls yeah. on the iPad, so I've been trying to use my work laptop instead oh, of no. my, my iPad, and then my work laptop froze while I was on Zoom, so I had to go back to the iPad, no. but now I can't, like, I can't get myself on camera because of the privacy settings. We're good. We're talking <laughs> okay, to we're good. Uh, hey, Aaron, Aaron, before Rob keeps going, I had a question for you. Your yeah. wife, I believe this is her favorite album, you've said this Oh, I think before one of them, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, can I just get your thoughts on the excessive drum machine on the last great American dynasty? I hate it. Yeah, no, it's true. Oh, I don't oh. like it. I don't, oh. <laughs> it's, I don't like it. I, I, yeah, this is the one I've heard the most. Like, it, it, but also this was this was like a barometer for how things were going. Like, if I if if I walk in the house and like this is on or Ledward Kaapana is on, like, I know we're trying to, like, smooth things out. Like, I know it's been a rough day, so it helped. Like, I know it's like, yeah, right. all right, we got to, we got to, like, help, help have a better day here. Uh, I think mm -hmm. this song yep. sucks. Oh, Aaron, why would you say that about one of your wife's favorite songs? That's crazy. I would never say something like that. I, I, we, we were, we've been listening to it a lot this week, and I did, I did say, I feel like the drum machine's a bit much. But, I mean, that's what she was doing. Like, she couldn't record with a live band, right? Oh, so my God. Sense. My wife and I had a fight today, guys. Un unbelievably bad start to the day. My alarm goes off at 6.30 a.m. on a Saturday morning by accident. Now, you can imagine. <laughs> Jay, <laughs> That's a mistake. Not happy. She wakes up, yells at me. What the fuck? Immediately goes back to sleep. Of course, I cannot go back to sleep because I've just been yelled at. Right? <laughs> uh, she comes out and... She is so mad at me that she starts watching the We Are the World documentary on Netflix, which I have told her a number of times I wanted to watch with her. 
So she started it on her own as a spite watch. (laughs) (laughs) And I was sitting there. And so then I was watching it. And then by the end, we were chatting about it. So that was how we made up. But it was like a whole Netflix watching fight. My tears ricochet. That's healthy, right? Aaron, you got any famous exes? You're doing anything cool? No. Just giving birth in the outhouse? I guess, yeah. Like a lot of these songs don't actually have drums, right? I, that tears ricochet, that build on that is so, That's so, nice. so good. Like, listen to this. I didn't have it Oof. in my it's the, And the way this is recorded, it sounds so good to me. It's a beautiful sounding album. Uh, next up, Mirrorball. We almost did a list. Matt, double episode tonight. No, you want to get through it? I didn't send Rob any list tonight. I gave him nothing tonight. Perfect. I wanted no I wanted, I wanted, to do a list on the best disco ball songs to honor Rob's Sean uh, <laughs> for the disco balls, but didn't do it tonight. Didn't do it. Skipped it. It was very nice. It was very nice of uh, Taylor to make this throwback to the Neil the Neil Young album that was backed by Pearl Jam called Mirrorball. Mirrorball, what Rob uses at the gym for by the adductor machine? Oh, Aaron. <laughs> if, the, if the light hits in that crotch Listen, perfectly, there's it's a can great I just look, say this? Right? Now, number one, I firmly believe the gym should be a place where you can come lift and not get ogled by guys. Okay, especially creepy 43-year-old guys around the gym. But I will say this. Sometimes you're just staring off into space and it happens to be at somebody's butt. Oh, no. Everybody is filming themselves lifting now. So you have to be so careful because if you are looking at somebody, there is a 100% chance you are going to get caught on video. Oh, it's a, it's a hunt. And then that's getting posted as you're like the creepy gym guy. Don't need it. Be, keep, be careful out there, Aaron. Okay. Now, Aaron, this song seven, which is by the way is number seven on the album. Okay. So Taylor, I decoded that. Okay. I, I do the Monday crosswords every week. Uh, <laughs> This song seven makes me ask, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? This might not be the best song on the album. Aaron doesn't like strings, that's why. Wow. I'm not enjoying this thing she's doing with her voice, I think, is the deal. It's kind of the same as that Billie Eilish does in the Barbie song, although that's a really good song. August, which is the second Love Triangle song. By the way, all these songs, lowercase. Rob, your daughters are into, your, well, at least one of your daughters is in Taylor Swift. Where does this rank for your daughter that's a big Taylor Swift fan? Is this like a top three album for her, or is it nowhere near? Where does it go? Unlike Uncle Russ, I have not asked a lot of questions about, like, oh, what do you like or what do you not like? A lot of times they're talking to me and I'm wearing noise-canceling headphones, Russell. Cannot hear what they're saying to me. But August, I, I do know, Russell, this is the eighth song, August. It's the eighth year, eighth album. There's eight deluxe versions of this album. Can you imagine the yes, man, that just give her, like, that is amazing that you're calling the seventh song seven. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's slick. But the people brilliant. on her team that have to just reinforce how brilliant it is, it's mm-hmm. got to be great. It's the same as people who text our friend group saying, that song you did, Rob, was so good. Like, it's just those yes people who just, just keep pumping up. you up. And I get yes. it. As a creative, I get it. Because when I got compliments, I was like, oh, I am good. I am good. I love when we have to have like the, the smaller text chain. We have to say, oh, we'll text the bigger text chain. So Rob can, so someone might give Rob some props. No, no we don't do that. This oh. is me trying. I just wanted you. 
Next up, illicit affairs. What's where it's she talks about how her conception of infidelity has changed. It's cool that this is like a bedroom album, right? Just the way they would just like uh, like Cody Chestnut's headphone masterpiece, or like what are the other bedroom albums? Like Sly Stone uh, was the one we did. But it doesn't sound like a bedroom album. It sounds bigger than that somehow. There's a riot going on, right? Well, it's it's weird though. You know, like this song seems pretty stripped down. But the last one felt like an orchestra. It felt like that's that's like a wall of sound. Like a who's the guy who who's the that dude with the Beatles or whatever? Uh, Phil Spector. Phil Spector. Like some of it feels like super overproduced and like almost too much, doesn't it? But then yeah. some of these are really stripped down. Right. This one, yeah. Can I just say if your significant other says that their concept of infidelity has changed, that's not good for you. Okay, that's bad. <laughs> they went back and talked to that bartender. Invisible yeah. string. <laughs> Green was the color of the grass where She's got a lot of color songs in her repertoire. Red. Those colors. Yeah. Oof, what a voice. Uh, next up, Mad Woman. There's nothing like a Mad Woman. Well, she's talking again about her master stuff, and of course, this is post Kanye West stuff. Plus, pre getting into football. See, now she's not going to have anything to sing about because she's into football, which only brings I, all of us joy. I'm not, I don't want to talk about it. Does she really need a Super Bowl? Like, couldn't I just have a cycling quarterback and winning the Super Bowl? No, oh, I, oh. Has to win a Super actually, Bowl. can I answer that, Aaron? No, <sighs> it's no, never going to happen. Think about what are the chances yeah. of a quarterback being so good that they win the Super Bowl and also going to Iowa State? Why pull the center on third and five on the twelve yard line? What are you doing with that goofy pass protection? Just run plain protection. Why pull the center? And then your guards confused. All of a sudden, Chris Jones is running for My you. team got to play in the Super Bowl. I'm so sad. Fuck off. Oh, 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 <laughs> poor, oh, poor Aaron. Oh, boy. What's Kittle doing in the backfield on the other third and four in regulation yeah. instead of having McCaffrey back there? All Maybe you, he picks up the ball. All you have that. to watch is all your Warriors championships. God. Get out of here. Fuck off. Some, sometimes <laughs> I think Aaron, sometimes I think Aaron is so enlightened and then I hear something like this and I'm like, yeah, yeah he still takes like, he, Aaron still takes like personal value out of whether other people are good at throwing a football. Yeah, uh, and, it, and watched, he thinks it reflects on him. I'm past. I that watched shit. three hours of YouTube on Brock Purdy's performance in the Super Bowl. It's just like, why didn't it? Why is he clicking his heels? Why didn't he throw it quicker? Aaron, let's just get to the truth of the matter. He's not that good, and he's played with a bunch of great weapons. We all know. Well, yeah, but it still would have been awesome for him to win the Super Bowl. We got to move it along. He's going to get pissed. <laughs> Piffing. <laughs> Oh, I'm pissed. Oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> oh, I'm pissed. Guys, I got to say, if there's a candy bar called an epiphany, I would eat it. That would be a good yeah, candy bar. Yeah, for that. This is the third song in the love triangle, Betty. I think this song absolutely rules. I love this song. This is a hit around the house, Russell. Love this one. Is this the most Taylor Swift song? I, it might be. To me, for sure. Do, do your houses listen to Taylor Swift by album, or is it just like on random, or how do you guys hear Taylor Swift in your house? She normally, normally what happens is anytime there's a, a woman in my house who wants to listen to music, uh, she yells at Alexa to play a song, and then Alexa does not play that song, and then she yells at it again. 
<laughs> and then the Alexa will play a different song. And then I will hear about how Alexa never plays the right song while she continues to yell at the Alexa. I would say it's by album in my house. And it's mostly this album and then sometimes 1989. Peace. Song about how, you know, how it's tougher to have privacy. Would, Russell, would you date Taylor Swift? Like, just talking like privacy... Paparazzi type stuff. I think I can handle it. <laughs> the only thing I wouldn't be able to handle would be like the pic. Like I don't like pictures of me in general. Like I could, yeah. I could go to a professional photographer yep. and they get the best picture ever. And I'm still gonna be like, God, I hate yep. this. Yeah. Russell, what right. you couldn't handle is you're not gonna be able to beat Fred Warner off the line on that mesh route the way Travis Kelsey is. Like that's why you can't date Taylor Swift. I'll tell you what. It's hard to take Aaron seriously when the video on a Zoom doesn't work. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. I'm working on it. Russell, my kid took a picture of me oh. jumping into the water in my Speedo <laughs> no. the other summer. And it was so psychically devastating that I bet I think about that picture once a month. Yeah, like could, just, That's the part I couldn't handle. That would be the worst if it would be like, oh, here's Taylor Swift's you know, new boyfriend. And it's just like... Like, what kind of fungus is that? You know what I mean? Like, just the worst possible thing that they could be taking pictures of. So, I could do it. Okay. Aaron, what about you? Fungus is that? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, mar- I'm, I'm married. Why would I be dating Taylor Swift? Aaron. Oh, damn. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's been the problem this last 11 or 12 months. Let's move it along. Let's move it along, an Rob. Nobody told you. So let's move it along. <laughs> He's only been dating a year, guys. Hope. <laughs> Greatest hoax ever. Gotta be Balloon Boy, right? I mean, all-time hoax. You, you tell the news... Goddamn, my kid's in a goddamn hot air balloon. It's floating away. What a perfect story. Who's, who d- is not going to watch that and see what happens? Just a great hoax. Uh, all right, listen. We are talking about Taylor Swift. We are talking about folklore. Guys, it's got to be good. It's jumped all the li- all the way up the list to 170, and it's only been around for two years. Okay, I've got non-ripped pants that are older than this album. Okay, something to think about. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Do you think this album is rolling well-toned? That would be if it's perfect at one, at 170. Okay, a great place to album to be, a great place for us to go to. Okay, that actually is the logical way to do this list. Or is this a rolling... Uh, boned. It should have been higher up on the list. I can't believe it replaced didn't replace something else besides Disraeli Gears. Or is this a rolling groan? Mm. Okay, it should be lower on the list. All right, who? I mean, really, I couldn't sing along with any of these songs. What are we talking about here, uh, Matt? What do you think? Well, I'm still trying to figure out if it's bedroom songs or cottage folk or electric folk. I think we've tried to peg this thing into some sort of category, and it just doesn't belong in a category. I distinctly remember. Sarah coming in and telling me that uh, Taylor Swift has a new album and then this is what it is. And I was like, no way, this isn't Taylor Swift, you know, kind of a thing. And, and I loved it. It was great. I can't say that I like just need to hear this all the time. We'll throw it on probably Don't. much like the Rosies in the background and just have it playing. Cause it's great music, things like that. So I don't know. It's hard for me to say it's like, the greatest albums of all time, but for Taylor Swift albums, I think it's great. I like, I like 1989 better. Did you think this a little bit, but 
two things about this but, album. It put me kind of in a sad mood. Okay. And you know, I hate that. But number two, I yeah. thought it was hard to sing along to. Did you have any issue? I, it, 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 it's a lot of words. It's a lot yeah. of words. I don't sing along to a lot of songs, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this should be at 170, but I, all things considered, I, I think it's probably just fine. And it'll end up being here, you know, 10 years from now, things like that. So I'm just going to say it's rolling well-toned here. At Let me ask you this. Better or worse than Disraeli Gears? Uh, way better. There we go. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> the, close. But, but not better than Tom Petty's album that's coming up at Oof. 214. Oof. So, uh, Russell, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone or rolling grown? I was thinking about this the other day. I, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but I appreciate like when someone has kind of bigger than the, than music, like she's bigger than music at this point, right? Like if you think about it, I, you, you guys will know the answer better than I will. But if you were to say like, who are the, like the four or five biggest musicians of the last 60, 70 years, she's probably in it. Is oh, it yeah. like the Beatles, Michael Jackson, Elvis and her up there? No, or yeah, it would have been, yeah. it would have been John Popper, but not anymore. Oh, okay. What? Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> the biggest. Oh my I got god. That shampoo, baby, and it's all for free. Shampoo, baby, for her. Russell sings shampoo. Really, if you get all these jokes that we're making, if you got that joke and the shampoo joke, okay. You should really question what you're doing with your life. You're a loser. <laughs> Sorry, too much hug. time. Find somebody to give you. A, you need a hug or something. Yeah. Like, get, okay. get out of the world. Hey, Russell, what do you think? I, I think you know it's hard to argue. To me, when you're the, like you're as big as music, it's hard to argue with any of the albums being up on the list. I really enjoyed it, so I'm not going to argue with where it's at on the list. If they were going to put, and if they're going to pick, hey, we're going to put five, six, seven more. If we're updating the list, I suppose this one should probably be one of the ones that goes into it. So. I'll say rolling well-toned. I enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, what do I got? Aaron, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? Well, just like Taylor Swift didn't need to win a Super Bowl to continue being a, a juggernaut, she doesn't need me to say that this album is probably rolling bone, but I think it probably is. It, I think it should maybe be higher, not necessarily because of the quality of the album, although I do really like it, but because this thing belongs in a museum. This is the most 2020 album I think that there is, and it's a document of what was going on at the time. And so I think it's really important. So I'm going to call it Rolling Bone. What about our, this podcast being document of the time, Aaron? Is it is it yeah. folklore of this podcast? Yeah. The, basically, Taylor Swift is the folklore of our podcast. Wow, these... We're the Taylor Swift of podcasts. Yeah, you're right. Let's open up this time capsule. Somebody put in a <laughs> USB with a <laughs> podcast on it. Let's listen to it. What, what was life like in the 2024s for about 40 year old guys? And it's like, well, it was a lot of condom talk. Like they talk about condoms <laughs> almost half the episodes. <laughs> for somebody who has not interacted with a condom in quite some time, that's a lot of condom talk. <laughs> wink. How do we, All right. how do we get here? Aaron, don't wink at me when I say that you haven't interacted with a condom. I don't want to see that. Okay. And yes, I know we all practice when we first buy one, Aaron. Of course, that's the first thing everybody what does. What kind of interactions are okay. we talking about? Now, you know, can I just say this? You're the third person I've said that to where I've said, when you buy a pack of condoms, the first thing you do is you put one on and you jack off into it. And nobody has agreed with me ever. So I'm starting to think maybe that was just the Rob thing to do. Can you imagine? I know we've done the bit of my mom catching me jacking up into a condom and being mortified. 
just immediately <laughs> yeah, jump twice. in. The first like, ooh, and then the second one. <laughs> but it'd be the worst. I think it'd be bad if she's like, Rob, I found this used condom in your bathroom. Are you trying on condoms and jacking off by yourself? No, no, no. <laughs> That's your accountability, buddy. Oh, mom. I know we're using condoms and jacking off into the accountability buddies. I have to admit something to you. Okay. So if you just call me back, uh, open your voicemails not on during that bridge party you said you're going to have earlier and everybody's listening to me right now. Oh God. All right. Unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. Okay. This album oh, gets yeah. a rolling. Can't believe it. Lock Dune. What? Lock Dune. Listen, we all had creative outlets during the lockdown. Okay. During COVID times. Okay, we all we got into our thing. We realized that life is too important. We have to make something that documents who we are as a person. Okay, <laughs> and some people did things that sold like 1.3 million albums. Okay, it was the best-selling album of the year. Okay, and some people made some, something that almost 150 people listen to every week. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys decide which one of those people is Taylor Swift, okay? Call the back line. <laughs> Please, I beg you to. Next week, I'm excited for the next album, but it may just be because I confused this with the business I started where you could borrow pastries for a little bit. Aaron, did you, did I tell you about my business where you can borrow pastries for a little bit? I never heard about the pastry borrowing business. Yeah, it was, it's called rent, rent croissants. <laughs> next week, we've got a renaissance by Beyonce. When you want That's a terrible joke. What? <laughs> did you hear it? I, yeah, I was listening. I got you. <clears throat> If you want to hear four guys who chat and then they get off track, I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Beck did it better. Uh-oh, Aaron's Zoom went out again, okay? But I just got a text message with him uh, telling me what happened here. <laughs> Sorry, my computer broke. I gave it a virus. Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't go back to that pool. <laughs> oh, Rob's, Rob's got <laughs> I got it from the pool. I got it from the pool. I it's told you. You were there too. Yeah. Maybe you should go get checked. Maybe I got yeah. you. What if Aaron's Zoom turned on and he was just sitting on a hip abductor machine? <laughs> John was on earlier and he was in the bathroom and then he left. <laughs> and he just sent someone over to his house. And he gets to, oh he's like, he was like, oh, I met my in-laws. And then he is sitting in the bathroom with the computer propped up outside the bathroom, listening yeah. to us on the Zoom live. Imagine really what if, happened while you had to turn it off. If somebody married my kid and they were in my bathroom listening to their friend's <laughs> podcast, I would be furious. <laughs> Oh my God. What's the next album? Beyonce? Beyonce.